are listening to Yoga Boss, episode 42. Welcome to Yoga Boss, the only podcast for ambitious yoga teachers who know the real value of yoga, where life coach and yoga teacher Jackie Skinner teaches you how to rewire your brain to confidently leap from employee to yoga entrepreneur. Are you ready to build the business of your dreams? my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Yoga Boss episode number 42, how to break up with your yoga studio. This podcast was actually inspired by a podcast listener who sent me an email. She was getting ready to leave behind her current studio and open her own studio. And she was asking, how do I do this? How do I have the conversation? When do I have the conversation? And it got me thinking that it's very uncommon for a yoga teacher in the industry to spend their entire career at one studio. You typically don't hear like, oh, this teacher has been at this studio for 40 plus years. So at some point in our careers, this is something that all of us have to learn how to do. So this podcast is going to offer you tons of really important mindset work that you have to do first before you know how to leave a studio and also some strategy that will dive really into the details of when to leave your studio. There is a quote, and I'm sure you've heard it in a yoga class, and it says, wherever you go, there you are. And this is something that is true in everywhere in our lives, but it's also true when deciding whether or not to leave behind a yoga studio. One of the things that I teach my clients is that you don't ever leave a studio or leave a place of employment in order to feel better. Before you leave, before you go on your own way, you have to do the inner work of getting to a place where you feel happy, where you're not resentful, where you're not in negative emotion, but you're not trying to escape feeling some sort of way by changing the circumstances of your life. So, What I mean by that is if you're in a current studio and you find yourself unhappy going into the studio, if you find yourself complaining, if you find yourself judging, if you find yourself feeling resentful or held back or having a hard time managing your time, you want to make sure that you clean all of that up first before you change the circumstance or change the studio or change to entrepreneurship. Because when you change the circumstance, you will be left with the same thoughts, the same brain, wherever you go, there you are. So what this means is you have to do the self-development work to manage your mind first. You'll know if you're trying to just change the circumstance to feel better, 
if you are in a hurry to leave. And you'll know if you're just trying to change the circumstance to feel better, if you are seeing leaving as a negative thing or you have negative emotion happening towards your manager, the other teachers, the students, whatever it may be. This is something that I work with all of my clients on because typically when I work with clients, they do leave behind their full-time jobs in order to build their yoga careers, but we do it in a way that is really planned out. It's thoughtful and it's not impulsive. It's not reactive and it's not coming from our primitive brain. In order to do that, you have to understand that leaving a studio does not mean failure in any sort of way. Like your relationship with the studio can end, your relationship with the job can end, your relationship with the students or the manager or the other teachers, all of that can end and still be a tremendous success and be complete. It doesn't have to be a breakup where things are nasty and you are mad at the other person, there's drama going on in order for you to leave. That's what we're taught though. Like in order for me to leave, I need to be able to justify leaving and I'll justify it by feeling resentful, angry, sad, un, um, not respected or unheard in the studio. And those types of situations don't make it any better to go. Instead of breaking up with your studio, I want you to think it as this relationship with this yoga studio is complete. It's not a failure. It's a tremendous success and it's time for me to go. The only thing that you need to know is that you want to leave. You don't need any sort of justification. You don't need any sort of reason. You just want to take care of your emotional state first, take care of your thoughts about the situation, and then you just get to choose to leave because it's complete and it's time. And you don't have to explain it to a single person. So how do you do that? How do you actually break up with your yoga studio? If you find yourself wanting to change, wanting to leave, wanting to quit, the first thing that I want you to do is <sighs> take a deep breath. Just breathe. Remember, when you are in a hurry, it is a sign that you are trying to get to some place that you think will feel better or won't feel as worse. And that is never true. Wherever you go, whether it's a new studio or into business, there are going to be ups and downs. It'll be 50-50 there, just like it's 50-50 in the studio already. So if you find yourself wanting to leave, breathe. Just take a moment to slow everything down, to ground and to settle so that you can make strategic decisions for yourself. The second thing that you want to do is do the self-development work, change your thinking to get to a place of love for everybody involved. So this is love for yourself, 
love for your fellow teachers, love for the manager, love for the owner, love for everybody involved so that you are not looking for justification or reasons or an explanation of why you're leaving. It's solely and only coming from love. Now, when you get to a place of love for yourself and love for other people, it actually will be a lot easier to walk away from a studio without burning a bridge or ruining the relationship. And it actually will be a lot easier to honor commitments maybe that you've already made or really just support the studio while you also support yourself. And that's what we want to do. Now, if it feels really hard to get to love, you're like, that sounds nice, Jackie, but come on. (laughs) If it feels really hard to get to love, you just want to be curious about why. No judgment, no shame for yourself, just curiosity. Like what is holding me back from loving everyone in this situation? What's holding me back from loving myself in this situation? What's the most supportive thing I can do for everyone involved? The third thing that you want to do is get really clear on your reasons why you want to leave. Now, remember, I said you don't have to justify or have a reason to tell other people, but I want you to know your reason for why you're leaving because it'll help you get really grounded and rooted in your decision. So what I tell my clients to do is write down both options, right? Stay at the studio, leave at the studio, and then write down all the reasons why you would do either. So write down all the reasons why you would stay, write down all the reasons why you want to go, and then you're going to pull back and you're going to look at that list and you're going to see which list of reasons is coming from love, which list of reasons is coming from support for yourself, which list of reasons is coming from your highest good for where you want to go in your life and in your career. Something that you want to look out for here is making sure that you are not choosing to stay at a studio in order to people please either the ownership or to people please your students. What will happen If you decide to leave a studio, the other humans that are involved are totally entitled to their emotions and how they will feel, and they might feel a range of emotions. That is not your responsibility to take on how they would feel and make your decisions for your life from what might happen with them means you can care about them and you want to leave in a supportive way. But when you stick around because you're people pleasing, because you want other people to view you as supportive or helpful, or they really love your class, so they really want you to stay, what will end up happening is in the long run, you will start to feel worse and worse and worse and worse. And you're choosing their emotions over your own well-being people pleasing in order to make your decisions in life will never get you where you want to be. The fourth thing that you want to do is process all of the emotion that might come up leaving 
ahead of time. So give yourself at least like 90 days. We give ourselves at least 90 days with my clients. Sometimes it's even longer than that of this is when I will leave by this date in the future. There, when you give yourself 90 days, you're actually giving yourself the best, most strategic decision out there because you're doing it from your prefrontal cortex. You're deciding in the future this thing that will happen and you're not doing it impulsively or reactively. So give yourself time to choose ahead of time that you're going to leave and then in the time following up or leading up to that day or when you've decided Give yourself the opportunity to process and feel and be with all of the emotion that comes up. This is something that I actually have experienced leaving multiple studios is when I have the date set far enough in advance and I'm honoring my commitments and I'm loving myself and I'm loving my team and I'm loving the whole environment I will go through all of the emotions, right? There'll be some classes where I I cried and I said goodbye to the people that I love, but by the time that it was time for me to go, I was ready to go. There was no more emotion to process through. And that's not saying that there won't be for everybody, but I was in such a better headspace to dive right into entrepreneurship and what I wanted to do because I had given myself time before to process. Now, you want to notice that if you're telling yourself you can't leave a studio or you have to stay at a certain studio, that is never, ever, ever true. If you find yourself saying those things, I can't leave yet, I have to stay here, get curious about why you think that is true. I am guessing it's probably because you haven't tapped into your ability to think like a CEO and to trust yourself to make money, or I'm guessing it's because you are people-pleasing or attempting to control how other people feel about you in order to feel a certain way yourself. So it's never, ever, ever true. You always have the agency to shift circumstances, to change studios whenever you want to. I teach that you should get to a place where you're doing it from love, you're doing it from happiness, you're doing it just because it's the decision for you. You don't feel a need to justify it or explain it, and you just get to leave with ease. Remember, you're not breaking up. It doesn't have to be negative. We don't have to hate the studio and trash talk them around town. It's actually the opposite. Like The relationship is just complete. You can love the studio for everything that it's given you and move on to the next thing in your career, whatever that may be. Okay, so let's talk just a little bit of strategy of when to break up with your studio. There are three things that I want you to have in place first before you actually leave, which you'll have plenty of time to do this if you're deciding from your prefrontal cortex, you're giving yourself at least 90 days, and then you can get this into place. So when to leave your studio, the first thing is you can leave, or it'll be best if you leave, if you already have a 10-year a five-year, a two-year, a one-year goal and vision in mind. When you are clear as the CEO of your life 
of where you want to be in 10 years, when you start with the end in mind, then you can strategically make decisions that support you creating that life. Now you work backwards to that vision. So if you don't have a clear vision of where you want to be in your life, create that first. The same is true for your business. You want to have a really strategic one-year, two-year, three-year, I'd say even five-year goals mapped out for where you want your business to be in that time, a really clear vision of where you're going in your business. So this means nailing down the business foundations, knowing exactly who your target market is, knowing what your offer is or what your offers will be in 10 years, knowing your positioning knowing exactly how to show up for your people and using your prefrontal cortex to create that now. So write down your goals for the future. Have that revenue goal top of your mind all the time. The second thing that you want to have before you leave is a strong sense of how to be a badass marketer, how to market your business. So for a lot of people, this might be a strong social media presence, a strong online presence. It might also be you've built up an email list. It might be that you just have all of these clients in your back pocket, but you want to have a strong marketing presence What is really, really cool is that 70% of consumers actually trust online reviews as much as they do a personal referral now. Like we are in the age where we all trust online reviews. I know I do it all the time. It's how I make a ton of my buying decisions. So you want to make sure that you have a strong online presence so that people can see your reviews, quote unquote, and come to your business feeling that know, like, and trust. You have a a seamless way of bringing people into your audience, a seamless way of bringing people into your email list. You have that presence going before you leave. If you leave and then you start to build it, it becomes a whole lot harder and a lot more stressful. You'll show up a lot more like needy and graspy and it won't actually serve you and your business. The third thing is that you really want to have a growth strategy in mind. So as yoga teachers, we create really strong connections with our students and we assume that our students will follow us from studio to studio or from studio to entrepreneurship. And a lot of the times they will, some will, but you are going to lose, let's guesstimate, roughly 15, 20% of your student base when you shift. So you don't want to expect everybody from this studio to all move over to you to this studio. It's just not how students make their decisions about where to go to yoga, even if they love you. And I'm sure that they do love you. Actually, when students are deciding where to take class and what yoga class to go to, They typically don't drive further than three miles from their house. Like That's kind of the rule of thumb. So if you're moving to a new city or just like further than three miles in the same city, I want you to expect to lose part of your student base, part of your 
audience that you've built. Now, if you know that ahead of time, it's not going to be a big deal, right? If you know that ahead of time, you can go ahead and put into place a growth strategy to ramp up your marketing, to ramp up your sales, to meet more students, to kind of make up for the students that will no longer be there. So maybe it's a growth strategy for like how to have so many referrals per month, how many sales calls to be doing per month, how many you know, new followers, new email people you want to be getting per month, you have that in place before you leave. So those are the things that are going to be more strategic for breaking up with your yoga studio or leaving your yoga studio. Now, what I always tell my clients is that I love the idea of teaching in a studio as a marketing tool, as a way to meet students for your business. And I did that for a while, actually. And at some point in time, it was costing me money to teach in a studio when I would be making more of my own business. So at some point, it'll just be a super natural transition for you to step away There will be no drama. There'll be no doubt. You'll be really clear on your reason why. You'll be really clear on where you're going. You'll be able to do it with love so that you don't have to leave in anger or bitterness or or burn that bridge. And it works out for everyone involved. This is super interesting. If you find yourself in a rush to leave your studio, I want you to consider that entrepreneurs that kept their day jobs, entrepreneurs that had the safer quote-unquote income, which I don't really think, but kept their day jobs coming in while they built their business were 33% less likely to have their business fail in the long run. So being an entrepreneur doesn't automatically mean that you're going to make the riskiest, biggest, like jump out of the airplane decisions again and again and again. And they have actually found that the most successful entrepreneurs know how to mitigate risk. So they know how to take a big risk at this place in their business because they've set themselves up for success over here. This is what I want you to do. If you see leaving a studio as a big risk, this is how you can set yourself up to mitigate that risk. So it's not as alarming. It's not as huge. You're really having your own back in the process. If you see yourself as I want to leave my full-time job, great. Why not set yourself up to already have income and revenue in your business so that's an easier transition to step away from your full-time job when it is time for you to do so? Never be in a rush, my friends. Never be in a hurry. There is no place that is better than where you are right now. The grass is not greener. Life is 50-50. Business is 50-50. Half good, half bad. Working in the studio, 50-50. Half good, half bad. You'll know when to make this strategic decision And you will be able to do it with ease when it is time to leave your studio. Okay, I hope this is helpful for you guys. If you are not a part 
of the Yoga Boss Facebook group, I want to invite you to come join us. It is so fun. Every Wednesday we do a live and we're talking through different topics, some related to the podcast, and we really work together to build a business. It's super, super encouraging and uplifting to be a part of that community. This past week, I talked about the four yoga teacher archetypes. And there's four archetypes, there's four pattern problems or problem patterns that yoga teachers fall into. And once you can identify what archetype you are, it's really easy to shift out of it. So if you want to know what yoga teacher archetype you are, head over to Facebook, join the Yoga Boss Facebook group, and we will get you set up there. Have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you in episode 43.